Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny. And a very good Saturday morning to you, New York Vinny, hanging out with you. It's Drive Time Radio here on 1150 KKNW. It's raining outside, but it's sun shining in my heart this morning as we uh, meet up for our weekly uh, coffee and cars, cars and coffee. It's not really cars and coffee in the traditional sense, but hey, you know what? This is the best we can do right now is, uh, is meet up here every week on your radio and uh, talk about all things automotive and who knows what else creeps into the conversation. I'm New York Vinny. In case we haven't met yet, a very healthy and happy good morning to you. Hope that you had a good week and that things are cruising along well with you. And if not, maybe in the next hour we can uh, change the course of your uh, life for a day here at least. Uh, we have a really good show set up for you this morning. In just a couple of minutes, Rick Borg from the Costco Auto Program is going to join us. uh, We're going to talk to him a bit about auto repairs. You don't traditionally think of Costco, uh, which is, you know, I mean, you can get everything at Costco. You know you can get your car repaired through Costco and save money. Well, we'll talk to Rick about that and also uh, the state of the automotive business right now and and what he sees uh, going down the line here, going down the road, the Costco Auto Program, uh, good friends of the program. We'll uh, shoot a review for you. We have a memorialization to do of uh, a key figure in automotive history that passed earlier this week, the uh, man who did the original drawings of the Ford Mustang, and I believe the last survivor of that uh, particular team to put that car uh, on the street. I know uh, Lee Iacocca always gets the, you know, the, the glory for that, but there were a lot of people behind it, and we will talk about that. Gentlemen, so if you know a Mustang fan, uh, you may want to get them up and involved in the conversation as well. And get them uh, going. But uh, again, uh, a week that uh, you know has seen more and more traffic out there. The numbers of cars uh, that you see, although it's kind of strange. I don't know if you noticed this or not, uh, but it seemed like there were more cars out on the street this week. And I think we're going to start to see with the lifting of some of these restrictions that we see, I think we're going to start to see more cars out there, except for yesterday. There seemed to be, and maybe this was me, I had a run out last night um, at, uh, I don't know what it was, you know, 10 o'clock at night, something like that, 11 o'clock at night, and there was nobody on the street. I mean, there wasn't a car to be found anywhere, and it was kind of eerie. You know, because it's uh, it's set Friday night, and you go out and you expect to see traffic. Even in these times, there's still some traffic, but even Dick's driving on Aurora didn't have many people around. And I was like, did I not get a notice about something? You know, you get when you you don't. It almost feels like you're showing up someplace at the wrong time or on the wrong day, where you're looking around, you're saying to yourself, "Wow, man." I thought that, uh, I don't know what's going on here, but uh, traffic seemed to be, for the most part this week, um, 
increased, more numbers out there, more people out there. And the funny thing, and I saw this a little bit on Facebook as well uh, during the week, and you can always get us, uh, Drive Time Radio, at Facebook. We have our own page on uh, Facebook, Drive Time Radio. Um, Actually, it's uh, Drive Time Radio and TV, and you can always find us there. And uh, the funny thing, though, is there was some, you know, in going out and looking at what was was going on out there, um, I saw uh, some complaints about people who were wearing face masks and driving their cars. Folks. If you're wearing the face mask, I don't care if you're wearing it when you're driving your car. I don't care. You know, as long as I see you in a face mask, you know, you have some protection on so that I don't get sick and you don't get sick from me. As long as I see that, I don't care if you wear it in your car. I don't care if you wear it to bed. I don't care if you wear it to the bathroom. Just wear the thing. Okay. So for those of you who want to come, I mean, I, I guess you really got to be looking for something to complain about if you're complaining about people wearing their face masks when they're driving their car. But be that as it may, as we've often found out in this world, that for anything that happens, there will be somebody to uh, complain about it. Also, uh, it's a big controversy this week. No, I guess not a big controversy with car washes in the state of Washington. If you're up here in Washington, you know that the governor has ordered car washes to be closed. People are upset about that, obviously, uh, because there's a, you know, it's funny, there's that whole time-honored tradition of washing your car in front of the house, you know. You get out the hose on a Saturday and the soap and the bucket and the stuff and the uh, maybe you have the fancy stuff like uh, Griot's Garage stuff, or maybe you do like I do, you put a little uh, Dawn or Prell or something like that into a bucket and wash the car with that. However you do it, it's a, it's a time-honored tradition, but yet several years ago here people got upset and they were trying to get people to stop washing their cars in their driveway because they felt that the um, uh, the residue, the soap, the chemicals and whatever they're in, uh, the soap were harmful to the environment, and they may be right. It's hard for me to argue with that. So car washes did did real well in town uh, because now the only place you could really wash your car and feel good about it was, you know, uh, at a car wash. But now uh, the car washes, the, the biggest car wash around here, Brown Bear Car Wash, has uh, the governor has deemed car washes to be a non-essential thing. So he they're not supposed to open up, but many of the car washes around here that I've noticed are opened up and operating. Not the contact ones, but the ones to where you go and you put the money in the machine and you go in and you drive through, which I don't really see anything wrong with. You're not contacting anybody. Nobody's washing your car. You're not talking to a cashier. You're basically sitting in your car while uh, that machine goes over it. I don't really know. But yet one of the major car wash places in town is not opening up. uh, And they don't want to because they don't want to go against the governor's decree uh, that uh, these places are non-essential businesses. So uh, 
there was a whole controversy about that, whether they should be open. And listen, bottom line is the governor has said no. Uh, the people that run the car wash are abiding by the letter of the law or the intent of the um, spirit of the law or the decree or whatever you want to call it, uh, and they're doing their part. So if you go through the car wash, you're doing something that's not right, and the people that have the car wash open is not right. But also remember that the people at the, uh, the, the, the big car wash chain, the brown bear people, you know, they're, they're obeying what the governor has said. And I hope when they open up again that you um, consider that when you go to get your car washed because I think it's an important thing. Listen, it's easy to open your mouth on Facebook and this and that and say, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do that, I'm going to, you know. But the reality is I don't think these, uh, these governors and these people that are making these decrees and so on and so forth are doing it lightly. I don't think they just say, well, gee, we, don't want, we want people to run around with dirty cars and so on and so forth. So, anyway, uh, that's as uh, political as I want to get this morning. All right, tell you what, well, we're going to take a quick break here. We'll come back. Rick Borg from the Costco Auto Program, good friend of the show, is going to join us. We're going to talk about uh, saving some money which I think for many of us, myself included, is going to be a very good thing on your auto repairs. This is Drive Time Radio. I'm New York Vinny. You are the person that listens to this program. We'll meet back here in just a minute on 1150 KKNW. 31, 32, 33. Hmm, 66 mile and it's bigger than I thought. I told you, full size. Our old car is 48 steps around. 55, 56, 57. Uh, honey, it's the inside that counts. <laughs> You're going to walk across the top. It's built low, and yet you can sit up straight. How tall are you, Harry? Unbelievable. Uh, I'm six feet tall, and I have blue eyes. Uh, why don't you kick the tires? Silly. Now, why did you tell me the Marlin was a sports car? I said it was both. A sports fastback and roomy enough for the family, too. Well, you're right again. Both us. Yeah. See the 66 Marlin at your friendly giant killer, your American Motors Rambler dealer. Marlin by American Motors, where quality is built in, not added on. Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Drive Time here on Alternative Talk 1150 KKNW, Drive Time Radio, New York Vinny, in with you on this Saturday morning. And Nate and I am supposing, I haven't heard anything from you, so I'm supposing that we have Rick Borg with us, who is um, a gentleman who uh, makes things work real well at uh, an organization that you've probably seen a million times and never even realized it. If you go into a Costco, and these days you're spending a lot of time on that line if you go into Costco, uh, Costco You'll see the cars that are parked out front. That is uh, because of the Costco Auto Program. It's a program that saves you money when you're buying a new car through a network of local dealers. Rick Borg is with us. Rick, good morning. How are you? I could not be better, Vinny. How are you? And good to uh, good to chat with you again. Good to talk with you too, my friend. Um, yes. Uh, how now? How you faring through this whole thing? You doing okay? 
yeah, we're we're hanging in there. It's uh, a little different working from home, as uh, all of our uh, all of our team is doing so right now. Uh, but uh, we're making uh, making our way through it, and uh, all right. uh, still still doing the job. What's the best thing, Rick, about working from home? What do you like the best about it? Um, <laughs> I, I tend to be a bit more focused. Um, not so much distractions of people coming in and out of the office, uh, and so sometimes that uh, works to uh, w- works to be a positive. And so, uh, and obviously, not having a c- commute is uh, certainly saving some time and a uh, little bit of gas money as well. There you go. I think most, like most of us, I think I've put one tank of gas in my car in the past uh, 60 days. You know, so I'm, I'm going to have to get some um, dry gas or additive to put in there and keep it going. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, I wanted to have you back on because you have a, you know, you know we, we've spoken before about the Costco auto program. And now that Ooh. saves people money when they go out to buy uh, a new car. Uh, that you guys have a network of dealers and so on and so forth. But one thing that kind of um, struck me that I didn't know about the Costco Auto Program was the fact that you guys also uh, were able to save people money on auto repairs uh, and going out there and, um, you know, so normal person, you know, their car breaks down or they have to get maintenance done. And they go to a dealer, they go here, they go there, and, you know, they get the bill and, they go, and, and you know, their heart's doing defibrillations. Um, you guys <laughs> are, are able to save people money in that respect. Tell me a little bit about how, how that happens. Absolutely. And it's, it's one of the uh, great, uh, great benefits uh, of, of the Costco Auto Program, obviously, for Costco members. Uh, and a lot of people are not aware Um but we basically have a program uh, for members to receive uh, 15% uh, off any of their parts, service, uh, accessories, including labor, uh, just by going through the program and being referred to a uh, participating repair center. And uh, the great thing about it, I mean, 15% is uh, uh, pretty substantial. The uh, the, the great thing about it is it's not necessarily for specific vehicles that uh, members may have purchased through the program. It's good for any vehicle in the household, and it's not a one-time thing. You can use that 15% discount coupon uh, multiple times throughout the year. So um, it's it's something that a lot of people are not aware of, <clears throat> and it's something that's uh, pretty important right now in this particular situation that we're in uh people may be deferring uh making a purchase either on a new or or a pre-owned cpo car or something of that nature and decide that perhaps they'll uh perhaps they'll put in a uh uh, a little bit more time in, in keeping up their present vehicle um and this is important and of course automobile service departments are are kind of a essential business at this point, uh, not affected like car washes, as you just mentioned. And so most repair centers are open, uh, the dealerships. Uh, and, of course, they're taking the appropriate precautions with regards to uh, uh, sanitation, disinfectant, distancing, et cetera, et cetera. And, right. um, Rick Borg is with us from the Costco hmm. Auto Program. We're talking about repairing uh, your car. Now, how, does a, um, how do you um, – 
know or is there a mechanism to know that the shop that you're using is a, a good shop, a reputable shop, that you're not taking it to a Randy's Backyard Mechanic or something like right, that? Right, right. Uh, I, I know your well, dealer program, you go out, you vet the dealers, and you check them out, and you see what's going on. What about the repair program? Absolutely. Most of our participating dealers on the, uh, and dealer franchise uh, uh, businesses uh, participate in our program. Uh, not necessarily all of them, uh, but the vast majority of them do. Um, we do have a few independent uh, repair centers uh, uh, that, as you mentioned, that uh, help us uh, make sure we've got coverage for most makes and models. Uh, but we vet them pretty strongly uh, in a service kind of uh, scenario, uh, just like we do in the new car dealership that participates with us. Uh, we need to make sure that they've got capacity with a minimum of like six bays. Uh, we want to make sure that one of those bays is dedicated to specifically alignments because that's very popular, uh, obviously, service, as you, as you know. Um, we, we like to have a shop that doesn't necessarily can do most of the work there, that they don't have a lot of uh, 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 subletting for repairs and things like that, that they can do most of the work there. And we're obviously looking for general cleanliness and uh, and organization and uh, uh, within within the facility itself, and obviously able to keep vehicles secured. And you know, if they have to right. be there overnight for a couple of days, we want to make sure all that is good. And kind of doing that due diligence for the, for Costco members. Right. So you want it to be a facility, I guess. I'm I'm thinking to myself that if you're going to recommend, uh, whether it be a dealer or an independent shop a facility that you feel comfortable that you would send your family, your daughter, your wife, uh, your friend, whatever, to uh, to as well uh, so that you don't uh, wind up in a, in a situation where – because so many people, when it comes to getting their car fixed, and you know this, I mean, you, you, you've been around the automotive business a long time, next to buying a car – Getting a car fixed tends to be the second most uh, unnerving thing that a motorist can do. And if you can take some of that, uh, you know, it's not only about the saving 15% or whatever the number is, it's also about taking that fear uh, and, and that, um, I, I don't know, that, that almost uh, disrespect that people sometimes feel when they take their car sure. in for repairs. Sure. And if you can take some of that or all of that out of the equation, I mean, that's worth the money right there. Yeah, I mean, the fact that we vetted, you know, the shop, and obviously, our, again, the majority of these centers are, are participating dealers, and we vetted those dealers and <clears throat> customer service aspects and CSIs, et cetera, et cetera, which extends through their service departments. Uh, we're very comfortable in, in uh, the relationships that we have in, in sending uh, members to uh, purchase and now repairs uh, to those uh, uh, franchise dealers. And they are, and the independent repair shops. Yes, uh, a question we certainly ask ourselves: Is this some place we want to send our our wife or our mother, right, or our daughter? Um, that's something that we kind of use as a gut check and make sure, in addition to the uh, layout of the shop and the size and the uh, ability for them to do the work, uh, we want to make sure that the customer members are treated appropriately always. Rick Book from the Costco Auto Program is with us here on Drive Time. We're talking about auto repairs. Um, now, <laughs> I was just reading an article, I don't know if you saw this in the New York Times yesterday, about rats 
uh, that are making their homes in uh, automobile engines. Uh, it's happening a lot in New York and in Boston, back east. You know, cities uh, that tend to have a big rat population, as, as uh, I think these days many people do. Uh, and it's not so funny that the rats are, are obviously there, but I think it brings to mind that for people, uh, when, if that car has been sitting in your garage or sitting outdoors or sitting uh, somewhere for a number of weeks now, or what, six weeks, seven weeks into this, uh, that when things do start to loosen up and do start to get going, that people are going to want to get their cars checked out just from a, a safety sense of, you know, are the wires okay? Is every, what, did anything happen to this car while it was sitting for that period of time? Well, I, 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 I did not see the article specifically yesterday, but anecdotally I'm aware of that issue. Uh, and it's not certainly localized in the Northeast. Uh, again, I'm in San Diego, and uh, I've had that problem personally uh, because I have sat a car outside for a, uh, you know, a few weeks and something uh, hadn't run it and came up with an issue. Um, look, I'm not a mechanic, uh, and I know I'm not uh, – pretending to give out uh, advice, but you yeah, to be able to perhaps go out and uh, turn that car over after a week or two and uh, let it run for a few minutes just to warm up um, and uh, make sure it's all functioning is, uh, is, is something that you, you, you might consider doing. But, yeah, it's an issue, and yeah. you know uh, probably as well that you know, cars these days, modern cars, are, you know, there's dozens of computers in these things, and it – uh, it's, it's a rolling, it's a rolling electrical, uh, 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 issue that rats or some issue with wiring and connectivity and things like that, uh, is the vehicles are very sensitive to that. So it's certainly something you want to be aware of and, uh, uh, and deal with appropriately. And have if if I out. want to save this money and I'm a Costco member and I want to try your, your service out, how do I get involved in yeah. that? How would I go ahead and, and um, very, sign up, or how would I uh, uh, participate? Sure. Uh, I need some repairs on my car. How do I, mm-hmm. uh, how, how do I get going? Absolutely. Very simple. Um, you're going to want to visit uh, CostcoAuto.com uh, and slash parts and service. There's a tab up there to, uh, on the main menu to uh, drop into the parts and service uh, section of our website we're going to we're going to ask for your contact information and the make of the vehicle and uh, the contact info as far as zip code and your name etc and uh, that'll give us the information to send you to the appropriate appropriate service center for that make um, and you'll have the information to be able to call make an appointment we'll send you the specific uh, contact information for that service center be it a dealership or an independent and you'll make an appointment, you'll go in and get an estimate, you'll present this coupon that you can print off or use on your phone, and uh, when that service is authorized, away you go. And so it's very simple, and again, uh, it's good for any vehicle in the household, not not uh, just one, it can be used multiple times, or uh, you can utilize the program multiple times uh, within a year. Right, right, and, and again, one of those services that, you know, you know, listen, everybody loves Costco, obviously, if you go by any Costco right now, it looks like you're going to Disneyland, as my producer said before. Uh, you know, there's a line outside. But yet there's so yep. many services um, that you 
either aren't aware of or you don't think about or, or so on and so forth in the Costco Auto Program, not just, again, for buying a car, but for service and so on and so forth, it, it's, uh, it, it's really interesting how many ways, I mean, the thing that always shocked me about Costco was how much they save, and I know this isn't your program, but if you go to rent a car, you save like 25 or 30% on a car rental uh, if you have a Costco membership. So really, the, the things that you do, um, when you talk about, I mean, you think about it, if you need a $2,000 repair and you go through your uh, your program, you saved your membership money uh, right there and then some just on, on that repair. And, and it's not hard to get a $2,000 repair going these days. Uh, un- un- unfortunately, that's true. Um, but that, that's exactly right. A $2,000 repair order, uh, that's uh, that's a $300 savings at 15%. And so... Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a value. You certainly you know you cover the cost of the membership uh, on your everyday every week shopping at Costco very quickly to begin with. This is just one more added benefit uh, for your Costco membership through the Costco Auto Program, and uh, we're pleased to do that. And we're uh, uh, seeing that program grow uh, pretty uh, pretty pretty uh, strongly throughout the year. Uh, especially right now, a lot of people are uh, taking advantage of it. Oh, I could imagine that your switchboards are probably full now that people are listening to this show. <laughs> it's probably jammed up, you know. <laughs> uh, um, let me let me switch gears just for a second on you, Rick, and get a um, sure. just your thoughts quickly on on the automotive business in general. Obviously, uh, if you drive up and down Dealers Row here on Aurora. Uh, Auto Row, it's 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 devastating to see the same cars on dealers' lots day after day after day because they're uh, mm. not selling cars right now. You have to only buy a car by appointment, uh, and online selling and so on and so forth um, is mm-hmm. is pretty much the only way you can you can get a car right now. How, how does the um, I mean there were dire predictions for the automotive business before this all happened. Uh, what are you seeing in the in the few months ahead, or do you even dare to venture what the new world of uh, buying a car will look like? <laughs> um, I, you know, it certainly is a, a question that we're all giving a lot of thought to. Um, I, I will tell you, I will tell you that I think at some point the there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, I think we will come out of this and. The business will be slow, but it will continuously ramp up. There is going to be some pent-up demand. Um, uh, it certainly is not going to be robust as it was um, uh, probably for certainly six months to the balance of this year. Uh, but I do see a slow, uh, s- slow ramp up. And I have seen, as far as our program, uh, I've seen some uh, increase in inquiries. We've got a lot of dealers throughout the country uh, that are, are functioning in the manner you're speaking of, uh, that are doing stuff online and interacting with members, doing home deliveries, uh, engaging with people via phone and email and, and uh, uh, doing as much as they possibly can and then doing a home delivery in many cases. Some cases the dealerships are in some states are open to uh, to facilitate a transaction with the appropriate uh, distancing and things like that. 
but in many states, as you mentioned, uh, uh, yeah, it's all online. But we're getting uh, we're getting a lot of Costco members starting to starting to inquire. Our numbers keep keep rising. Uh, that's specific to us, the industry in general. Look, uh, the automobile industry it never ceases to amaze me. Um, it's, it's resilient. They have found ways in the past uh, to uh, do what they need to do to to, uh, to keep their business afloat, keep their employees uh, uh, employed, and uh, keep the business, the automobile business in general, moving forward. 2001, 2008, um, we, we've we've seen it. I've seen it several times in 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 my career with the, with the, with the automobile business. And while this is something different that we haven't seen before, uh, specifically, I have no doubts that the business itself is um, as uh, uh, resolute as dealerships are and as smart entrepreneurs that the majority of them are. We'll find a way to uh, make their way through this as well. Yeah, it's amazing sometimes out of out of uh, these uh, tragedies you mentioned uh, post nine uh, eleven uh, was the one I always think about is how um, you know once the the, the country kind of shook itself off a little bit and got back up again, how things started. You know, it took a while. I mean, these things do. Uh, part of our problem, I think, today is that we expect things to happen in a minute, and we all know that they don't, that, that it takes a little bit of time. But yet things really do um, in, in the automotive business, and I think many businesses, but the automotive business especially, uh, people tend to knock knock whatever's going on off, and maybe there's some you know, shake out, but uh, it seems to come back just as strong. And the American consumer benefits from that because it, um, you know, it, it, it provides opportunities for people to buy products and services that uh, uh, at, at decent prices. So it's a, you know, it uh, it seems to me uh, that uh, that the business uh, will recover and uh, and before long we'll be we'll be doing another uh, segment where we're encouraging people to. Go buy a second car. <laughs> well, well, that's exactly right. And each one of those cases, as as I've seen come out of this, 9-11, et cetera, look, the industry is robust enough. They become more efficient. They, come, they, become look, they look for better ways to make the process uh, of buying a car more efficient and, you know, cutting costs and, and things like that to be able to offer a better value uh, for consumers. Uh, certainly, we look for those efficiencies when we're uh, bringing on dealers uh, to our program uh, to create value for Costco members, even even more so. And uh, again, I, I think the business. Uh, there's a lot of smart people that uh, uh, are in this business, and they're going to figure ways to, to to make it through. Rick, it's always good to, to talk to you, to hear your voice, and to get your perspective on uh, not just your business, the, the Costco Auto Program. Uh, but also the automotive business in general. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. One of these, uh, well, I, I know we're going to actually meet face to face one of these days as soon as uh, as soon as we get a chance. But I, I look forward to that, and I always look forward to spending some time with you on a Saturday morning talking about uh, you know talking about cars and, uh, and 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 so on and so forth. Well, Vinny, appreciate appreciate you. Uh... Uh, having us on again, always great to speak with you. We will uh, we will get together one of these to one of these days, uh, hopefully up in uh, Seattle, uh, uh, make my way up there and uh, 
uh, we look forward to always uh, coming on your show uh, when, when we have the opportunity. So thank you. Well, come on up. The fish are jumping, man. It's uh, it's an amazing thing to see. Uh, Rick, take care <laughs> of yourself, and I'll, I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. You as well. All right. Rick Borg from the Costco Auto Program. Uh, and again, folks, uh, if you uh, need to get your car fixed, you need auto repairs, and you're a Costco member, go to the Costco Auto Program uh, website. You can click on parts and service there and uh, parts and accessories and find out about how you can save money on um, on auto repairs and also have, uh, you know, have, have the, uh, the Costco people, the Costco Auto Program people standing behind, uh, you know, the work that's done and, uh, and vetting out a good, uh, solid auto repair shop. You, you need one of those in life these days, believe you me. All right. Uh, when we come back, we have our cartoon of the week. We have a kind of a soulful one for you this week. Uh, some information about uh, a few different places that you can go. We have our road test, uh, a few different um, websites that you can go to to enjoy yourself during the week. Uh, a uh, passing of uh, an automotive icon. And we'll have our road test of the week coming up for you. It is Drive Time Radio. I'm New York Vinny, and this is Alternative Talk, 1150 KKNW. The way people have reacted to that new style. More than a new silhouette, it's... The new shape of motion. New shape of motion in all five cars of the forward look. Completely new. The 1957 Plymouth. Compare the fins. Those fins. They're the keynote of our styling leadership. Styling that others are trying to follow. Compare the new Lotus. Remember, the entire body is new, as much as five inches lower. Twin light styling, really new front grills. The 1957 Dodge. The new Dodge. That's right. Everybody does a double take when they see this new shape of motion. Completely new styling. 93 models, 417 color combinations to choose from. The 1957 Again, styling leadership, plus completely new performance. New torsion air ride is a completely new idea in suspension systems. 1957 Chrysler. With a completely new transmission, the new push-button torque flight transmission. Smoother, swifter acceleration for greater control in every driving range. New power, too. New V8s with greater all-around performance. And here's the proudest expression of the forward look. This year, introducing an Imperial Converter. Imperial is the finest automobile. 
No matter what price range or model you're interested in, find the styling leader, the best value, among the 93 models of the Forward Look, the newest new cars in 20 years, the 1957. Plymouth, Dodge, DeSoto, Chrysler, and the exclusive All right, we are back with you here on Lim 50 KKNW, Strive Time Radio, New York Vinny hanging out with you, a gray Wet Saturday morning. It's supposed to be like that for the next couple of days, but uh, we are here to warm you, uh, warm your heart, automotive style at least, um, and keep you uh, keep you talking about the different kinds of cars and things that go on around them out there. We do this drive time radio program every Saturday morning from eight to nine, right here on KKNW. You can also find us on Apple, Spotify. What is it? Uh, Apple and Anchor FM and the different podcast delivery services. However you decide to get your podcasts, we are there for you as well. And also, don't forget a new addition to the uh, radio family that we have been doing the last, uh, we started it last week, uh, to rave reviews. I mean, um, Liz Smith from the Daily News uh, was uh, standing up out of her chair, the little guy, you know, was clapping away, uh, Mikey and Vinny, Michael Knight in New York, Vinny, uh, back on your Facebook Live as uh, we have decided to uh, put our act back together. And in doing that, we get a chance to spend time with you. We did. We will have uh, a third edition of that program and probably a couple of them coming up this week, Monday morning at 10 o'clock on Facebook Live. That's uh, Michael Knight, New York, Vinny, Mikey and Vinny, Knight in the morning. If you're in Seattle, you remember us from uh, the 90s. Well, we took a little vacation, and now in the uh, 2010s, uh, the 2020s, I should say, we're back because, after all, everybody's got to be doing something here in this uh, pandemic to uh, make people laugh and to help people out, and uh, we are hopefully uh, doing that. For you, right? Time now for a cartoon of the week. Every week, we pick out a song uh, that has something to do with the cars or the automotive business, or you know, uh, positions in the automotive business. So some way, somehow, some instance where a songwriter and a band have paid tribute to the uh, uh, the American uh, automobile. Well, not just American automobile, but any automobile. Uh, but have paid tribute to the automobile in words and music. This is one of my favorites. It is a soulful ditty uh, that uh, comes from singer-songwriter Tracy Chapman. And it, it, uh, again, as most of these songs do, uh, brings us to the intersection of life, uh, your car, and your emotions, and wraps them up into all one big ball and delivers them to you in a song titled Fast Car, Tracy Chapman on 1150 KKNW. All right, Tracy Chapman and Fast Car. We add that one into our library of cartoons here on Drive Time Radio. New York Vinny hanging out with you uh, until 9 o'clock this morning. And uh, if you have a suggestion for a cartoon that you uh, know about and think we might not know about it, there's a good possibility that that's... uh, 
a fact of life, uh, you can always communicate it to us at, uh, go to the website at drivetime-radio.com. You can also uh, email me at Vinny, V-I-N-N-I-E, at drivetime-radio.com. And uh, also suggestions for the show, a guest you'd like to see, uh, or hear on the show, I should say. And uh, other things, uh, certainly uh, we love to get uh, mail and correspondence about how we can make the show better uh, for you to listen to. Uh, we enjoy hearing from our, uh, our, our group of people, our kind of on-the-air car club. A couple of things uh, that I wanted to touch on this morning. Uh, and I know that being in the house starts to drive you stir-crazy, and so you have your computer and you're a car person and you're, you're you know, you're, uh, you've probably gone through the obscure car ads uh, on, in Facebook Marketplace and in, um, you know, the, uh, the Hemmings Motor News and so on and so forth about 25 million times already. And you've seen some cars. Uh, I've even bid on a couple on Bring a Trailer, which, by the way, is a great site. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Bring a Trailer, but it's this uh, auction site for interesting and, you know, certainly out of the ordinary types of cars and two things will happen to you when you start to uh, go to bringatrailer.com every um, time you get a chance is number one you'll see how many really nice examples of older vehicles uh, there are out there that are for sale so if you want to drive something that's out of the ordinary or you're thinking to yourself maybe I can you know throw a couple of bucks at uh, at a car and grab onto it and drive something unusual around on weekends. Uh, the certainly uh, bring a trailer is good for that. But you also slap yourself on the back and ahead at some point and say, how in the world do they expect to get uh, $27,000 for a 1971 uh, Datsun 510 wagon? How in the world do they, do they get that? And some do and some don't, depending on the condition of the car. But it will certainly, as you're looking at that, saying, man, do I kick myself in the butt a hundred times for selling that car uh, back when I need to make rent money, uh, as I've said uh, many times. But anyway, Bring a Trailer is a great site uh, for that. Also, another really uh, a good site to a website to go on is the Peterson Museum. We've talked about that before, and they are doing visual tours of the vault. Uh, so they take you behind the scenes uh, at www. Peterson, p e d e r s o n p e t e r s o n museum dot com. Or you can just Google it. It's in Los Angeles, and there are some great um, tours, online tours of that particular museum. Uh, General Motors has an incredible archive of photos on their um, website, their vintage, if you Google uh, GM Autorama. Is it, uh, was it Autorama? Um, uh, there's, a, uh, there's a website there that they've put up that archives all of these old uh, GM photos. I suspect that there's the same with Chrysler and Ford and so on and so forth. The Studebaker Club also has a great website that you can um, that you can uh, take a look at 
as well. So you can uh, certainly uh, do that. Another cool website that I ran across, and this one's going to shock you, but I guess you were figuring that this would happen someday, is um, old car. There's, there's a guy down in Georgia that's uh, shocking, uh, but he has a junkyard. And I guess at some point they decided to let just let the junkyard uh, let the trees and the roots and everything grow out and see what would happen. And it's in Georgia. It's called Old Car City. You can find them at oldcarcity.com. And if you've ever wondered what the world will look like in 100 years or 200 years, well, hopefully it will look like this because that will mean the humans have vanished. But uh, oldcarcity.com. Uh, is uh, certainly worth a look as the vegetation has taken over this junkyard. And so there's these kind of fantastic pictures of old cars from the uh, 30s and the 40s and uh, the 50s uh, that that nature is slowly but surely reclaiming uh, by way of wrapping itself completely around all of the uh, uh, the parts of the car. And I find it to be a fascinating website. I don't think it's environmentally conscious. I mean, I think the place looks like a big Superfund uh, cleanup. But certainly uh, the fact that uh, Old Car City exists and uh, you can go on their website and take a look at it. There's, uh, you know, a couple of hours of taking a look at uh, Old, Car webs- uh, Old Car City and um wondering and, and being fascinated at the pictures uh, that are on there. That's another one of those uh, uh, those websites that you could look at and spend hours just uh, looking at and cruising through. Also for the kids, I know that Hemmings Motor News and a couple of other websites have been putting up, um, I guess for lack of a better um, phrase, uh, coloring books. But they're putting up pictures of cars that you can print out on your printer and color them. So if you want to keep the kids occupied, I don't know how long coloring or I don't know if uh, crayons are a part of housing anymore. (laughs) But (laughs) um, I did one already. I have a a program in my my laptop, uh, not my laptop, but my iPad, that I'm able to, um, you know, bring in a a file like that and and then use a, a pen to color it in. And I've been doing that uh, with this and have come up. I'll have to, I'm a little embarrassed because I always go over the lines, but I'll have to put one or two of them up on the Drive Time uh, Radio uh, Facebook page or Twitter page and uh, let you take a look at them. But that's something, uh, and again, I think it's on Hemmings. I think uh, Chevrolet has had one, and I thought I might have seen one with Ford as well, where they're putting out those pictures that are able uh, to be colored, something to keep the kids occupied automotive-wise as, uh, as you work your way um, through this, uh, this uh, pandemic that we are all doing. Also wanted to switch gears here a little bit and talk uh, a bit about uh, a, a passing. You know, we, uh, we, we ran a commercial a little earlier in the show uh, for the 1966 Rambler Marlin, and um, uh, 
that was uh, put out by uh, Rambler American Motors back in 1966. Well, that car, uh, the Camaro, and many others would not have been possible or, or feasible, I think, uh, without the original pony car, the Ford Mustang. Jeez, I mean, the, the car gave its name to the genre of pony cars. Uh, the Ford Mustang introduced in 1964 and a half at the uh, New York World's Fair out in Flushing Meadows. And it was uh, a big buzz, a big um, uh, to-do because people had, you know, before that, you basically took a small car, uh, a smaller American car, you dropped a big V8 engine in it, and you made it a race, you know, a little race car or a fast car, and you, you rode around the streets like that. Well, for the first time in 1964 and a half, Lee Iacocca and, and people at Ford decided to come out with a sporty vehicle that you could walk into the uh, dealer and buy right off of the showroom floor, whether you wanted a, a more powerful uh, 260 V8 or you wanted one of the uh, six-cylinder inline engines, you could get it in a car that looked pretty cool, a Ford Mustang. Well, the man who originally jotted that design of the Ford Mustang, the original designer, passed away uh, last week, Gail Gail Halderman, uh, sat in a a meeting and jotted down and drew uh, the original Ford Mustang on a uh, piece of design paper and submitted it to Lee Iacocca. And once they saw it, they said that that was the car that they wanted to do. Uh, Iacocca will always be remembered as the father of the Mustang, it said in the article. But uh, Mr. Haldeman was uh, the designer that, that they came up with the hand-drawn sketch back in 1962 that really showed what the Mustang would be like. Now, certainly it looks a little bit different. It's funny, the original sketch, and if you go to uh, the Detroit Free Press, you'll see the article there. Certainly it looks uh, almost a little bit more like a, a, a Riviera than it does a Mustang, a small Riviera. Uh, but again, Gail Halderman really uh, putting a pencil of paper on this thing and creating... As I said, not just a singular car, but an entire uh, genre of automobile. It sold 8 million units. Uh, that first, uh, that first uh, shot around. And what's interesting is you look at that first car, that first car that Haldeman drew back in 62, and that one design piece that we always think about that's become the icon of Mustang is that that scoop, that reverse C that goes along the side of the car, starts out at the front fender and comes back around uh, just at the front uh, of the rear quarter panels and has that little chrome applique in it, almost looks like a brake scoop, that uh, really is... uh, is iconic to that car, and he sat down and drew that thing on the car. So, uh, again, our, our thoughts with his family as uh, that car has been, uh, that car has really been something uh, that, that is, uh, whether you like Ford or don't like Ford, has been a part of Americana for so many years. All right, that is going to do it for us. 
We will connect up with you again next Saturday morning at 8 o'clock. This is Drive Time Radio. I just want to quickly wish my daughter good luck this afternoon. She's in the hospital undergoing surgery. I love you, kiddo. And uh, if the show's been a little bit scattered, maybe that's the reason why. Have a good week. We'll see you next week if the Lord's willing and the creek don't rise.